Hey friends, and welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host, Ren, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a dream that she's pursuing, or a passion to share. Today's episode is part two of my friend Dondra's story. In last week's episode, Dondra shares how she and Eric walked through infertility and then also their decision to adopt. This is Dondra in her own words talking about that process. It ended up being the biggest blessing in our life. But I had to surrender my plans to his and our life was going to look very different than what the world said it should at that point. And, um, and then he just gave me an excitement, mm. an excitement about our life looking different mm. and um, what that could mean as it pointed to him. So guys, you are going to be blessed by hearing this. You're going to be encouraged and lifted up and you're going to shed some tears because I know I did. So here's the second part of our conversation. How long did you have to wait from when you had the paperwork in to you got the call or from this from the agency for the first birth mom? Well, part of what's really neat is um, our profile was only shown three times. And our process was two years from start to finish. Um, And that's one reason why we chose the agency that we chose is um, you create like a little profile book that has all kinds of pictures of your family and just kind of presents the type of life that you would be offering their child. And um, the first time it was presented, um, I also had a friend walking through the adoption process as well. And um, that was the coolest first answer to prayer. When Mm -hmm. I felt that the Lord laid this on our hearts, I was like, Lord, this is so crazy, so foreign. Can you bring someone alongside to walk this journey with me? because I don't even I don't know anything about mm-hmm, this, right. and um, we walk into the first meeting to get our paperwork, and there is another sweet family from the school that we were at. Um, I didn't know very well, but we had crossed paths a lot and recognized each other and became super close through this process. Mm-hmm. And um, she also suffered. Well, it was really she already had two children, so it was third. Mm-hmm. Infertility, and this is Mandy, which Mandy I interviewed her a few years ago. So yes, this is who we're talking yeah, this about. This we're talking Mandy. about. My sweet friend Mandy, and um, so she was my first. I say big confirmation that I was mm-hmm. walking in, in the right path mm-hmm. because here we go walking in, and and there they are. There they are. Yeah, and I'm thinking neither one of us had ever talked about thinking about adopting, but we had mm-hmm. talked about struggling with the desire for more kids when we already had right. some of our own. Right. Um. So, unbeknownst to both of us, the Lord had laid adoption on both of our hearts, mm. and we both kind of wanted someone to walk this journey yeah, with, because awesome. it's a little scary when you're going into something yeah. so unknown, and she was sitting there. Mm. So, um, we got to walk this whole thing together. So, mm. the first time our profile was shown, um, they call you and kind of tell you a little bit about the birth story mm. and ask, you know, 
do you want your profile shown to this birth mom? And we're like, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, come to find out our family and Mandy's family were Mm -hmm. both being shown to this birth mom. Mm -hmm. And um, Mandy and I got to talk about it. We got to meet for lunch and pray for this precious baby, Mm -hmm. pray for this birth mom together. Mm -hmm. Um, We were both praying that if it wasn't meant to be our baby, it would be the other Mm -hmm. person's baby because we just fell in love with the story and Mm -hmm. with this sweet little baby boy. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's, we could do a whole other yeah, podcast on I that. Know, but, I know. Anyway, that little boy ended up being her son. Mm-hmm. And, um, and everybody was like, oh, was that hard? And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because mm-hmm. I had a piece that the Lord had a specific child mm-hmm. right. for, for us. You. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was nothing that was staying in the way when, mm-hmm. when it came to be. And I just was thrilled that I was going to get to watch this little boy grow up and be a part of his life. Because y'all had already been praying for him when he was in his mother's yes. womb. So that yes. was super special yes. for you and for her. And for her, yeah, because we kind of knew the backstory. Right. And, um and so we have just gotten to love on that little boy, and it's just been the sweetest thing. So that was the mm. first time that our profile was shown. So that mm. ended up actually being a really sweet experience. Yes. I got to walk through the whole adoption process uh-huh. with her uh-huh. as we were still continuing to wait. And then in March, mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my car, about to walk in Home Goods, uh-huh. and um, it's snowing. Mm. And my phone rings. Well, I had a specific ringtone for our oh, adoption agency. perfect. So that when they called, I would know. Uh-huh. You knew it was them. And I still, to this day, if she happens to call for anything, we still keep in touch. Mm. Um, my heart still drops oh. just because it's just the excitement of, <laughs> right. oh, what news does she have? What does she have? Right. Um, and so she called and asked if she could call Eric on three-way. Mm. And I knew then. Yeah. She's got some news if she wants to talk to both of us yes. at the same time. Ooh. And told us about a sweet um, birth mom that had chosen us mm-hmm. and was due with a little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and would we be willing to meet with her? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, that she really wanted to meet us in person as soon as mm-hmm. possible. That she was kind of late in her pregnancy and um, was ready to, you know, make a decision. And um, we were like, absolutely. Yay. So... Um, we met with that birth mom okay. for two hours mm-hmm. and um, fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she helped us name the baby. Mm-hmm. We named him together. Wow. Um, and we're, his middle name was going to be her maiden name. Okay. And um, so exciting. So like exciting. You're like, this is it. Like, this is it. This is it. This, this is, is what it. we what we've been called to do. This is it. Here it is. And so we were like, you know, we're, we're going to wait a little time before we tell Madeline because we really want yeah. to guard her heart. Yeah. Um, and so um, we get home that night, and um, I get another phone call. Okay. It's that ringtone again Uh-oh. late at night. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And she said, you might want to go ahead and tell Madeline mm-hmm. because... When um, the birth mom left here, she went for a doctor's appointment, and they put her in the hospital, mm. and she's delivering tonight. Mm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, we are ready. We're not ready. We have nothing. Like, <gasps> oh, my goodness. So Eric and I talked, and we're like, oh, obviously, we need to tell Madeline, yeah, because yeah. we could be going to the hospital. Right. Now. To meet this baby. Yes, tonight. You know? Or in the morning. Yes. And so, um, anyway, so we told Madeline. Um, baby was born. It was snowing on spring break. Mm. And I still say God sent that snow for us. Mm. Why? 
because of the snow, I mean, we got a lot of snow that spring break. <clears throat> we weren't able to get up to the hospital mm. right away, mm. um, which is such the Lord's provision. Mm. Because that birth mom changed her mind the day before we're supposed to bring the baby home from the hospital mm. and decided to parent him. Mm. And it was heartbreaking. Mm. I mean, exciting for her because if she can parent her child, that is where he needs to be. Right. But um, but devastating. Devastating for, for us. Mm. And here I go having to break more hard news mm. to my daughter. Mm. Who's 16 at the time. She's 15 still. She is 16 at this She's point. 16 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got the phone call that she changed her mind, Eric actually wasn't even here. Mm-hmm. He had left to pick up Madeline because she had gone sledding at mm-hmm. a friend's house around the corner. And he left to go pick her up. And um, I was by myself when I got the news. Mm-hmm. And um, What do you do when you hear that news? I just fell to my knees in the living room. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had a check in my spirit Mm. um, that she was going to have a hard time letting him go. It was Mm. so evident how much she loved him and really wanted to parent, Mm. but um, just felt like she couldn't. And then when she got that baby in her arms, she just realized, I'm going to do whatever I have to do. And... um, which is great. You want is, that's what you want. That's what I want. But it still doesn't take the hurt away from right. you and your family. Because just like when you see a line on a pregnancy test, your mind starts going with hopes mm-hmm. and dreams and right. you know just what his birthday is and mm-hmm. his initials on things and mm-hmm. all of all of this. Right. And um But then you yeah. But in the midst of that pain, I still had mm-hmm. the peace that has us all understanding. And it's like the Lord just kept saying. This isn't your child. Right. This isn't your child. And I just had a piece about that. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it was just, it was sweet the way that um, we got to um, love on her because she didn't have a lot of support. Mm. And I had already bought just a few things late that night at Target. Um <laughs> And so I put them in a bag and took them up to um, Life Choices, which is who we used for the adoption agency, and said, you know, can you just give this to her? Because mm. I know she has nothing. Right. She had a car seat to get him home in, mm. you know? Mm. She was not prepared for this. She wasn't right. planning to parent. And it made me sad that mm. um, she didn't have support. That is another thing that the Lord's taught me through this process is um, you connect with people for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I knew that God had crossed our paths for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he is so sweet to redeem broken things. And um, her and I still keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And we actually just went to his third birthday party. Oh, my goodness. She um, messaged me. Um, she's since gotten married and mm-hmm. is doing wonderful. And I believe that God used that mm-hmm. that baby as a wake-up call in her life. Wow. And, um, her dad told me at that birthday party, he said, you know, he said, I, I hate that things didn't work out how we thought. He said, but I will tell you, that little boy saved my daughter's life. Mm. And for Madeline to get to see that. Mm. That's wonderful. That, um, That's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And, and just for me to get to walk alongside that and, mm. and love on her mm. and see her become an awesome mama. And she's now expecting again mm. with her husband. And, That's wonderful. Um, I can't wait to pester mm. for this baby. And 
You know, and, and to take our Ellington to this birthday party. Mm, and that's... I stood there watching Eric fishing with Ellington and this little boy that we thought was going to be ours. Right. Wow. And just to see the Lord's hand. In mm, all of it. In all of it. All of it. In all of it. Mm. Many people don't get to see mm. the Lord's hand so vividly, the side of heaven sometimes. And I felt like in that moment, I just got to see... Mm. Just got to hand a provision, mm. and um, for her and for yes, you, but also also for her. For her. And mm. um, just how privileged I felt that we still got to be connected and part mm. of each other's life. That she'd kept us connected like that and well, allowed us to be in her life to just just to pray for her. Mm. Well, and I love that. I mean, y'all took it and still had that relationship with her. I mean, there would be many. Of us that would say, mm, no, I'm. I need to be closed off again. I'm. I. I've got to. I've got to step back from this. So for God to use you, and He knew who specifically needed to walk through that for her. So I appreciate you being that open and and loving toward her when you could have totally shut down and said, no, I'm. I, I need to be open with the other family that God has for us. Yeah. But you weren't, so I, I love that. Well, that's just that's just, that that's the Lord. It is. It that's is. got to be the Lord because, awesome. um, you know, in our human frailty, when we're hurt, we shut off. Right. And right. um, and I was hurt, but um, you know, in the big picture, I just I knew God, God was doing something, mm. and I didn't want to miss out on it. Mm. And um, awesome. you know, and I just. I just wanted to love her through the process. And in the meantime, as I'm waiting, I mean, you know, I can sit Mm -hmm. here and once again try to get bitter. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I knew that I knew that the Lord had Mm -hmm. called us to this. Right. And I was going to persevere. No matter what. And once again, and and I prayed this through the entire adoption, Lord, if this is not our baby, close the door so tight I can't jerk it open. And he did in that way. Um, and he did. He At did the very last second, yep. he closed that door. Yep. And um, and once again, I just kept thinking about the blessings in that. We could have brought mm. that baby into our home. Mm. And that would have been a She lot had two harder. weeks to change her mind. Mm-hmm. We could have brought him home. We could have mm-hmm. had two weeks to love on him, mm-hmm. for Madeline to get attached. Yeah. It could have been a lot. It could have been worse. so much worse. Right. And the Lord kept showing me those blessings along mm-hmm. the way. Like He's so gracious. Yes, so gracious. And Mm -hmm. that is where I I had to part my perspective. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so that was... um, That was in March. Definitely a speed bump in that. But then that was the hard part, but what was the blessing that was to come? When did you get the call from Ellington's (sighs) We got the phone call about Ellington the day after Thanksgiving. So this was in March, and so you have about six, eight months to to really work through that, and then this is November, day after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And what's really, really cool is Ellington's birth mom and I have talked. She knows about the adoption that fell through, and um, Ellington was conceived the same week mm. that that adoption fell through. That still leaves me speechless. Mm. And, um, but yes, Ellington's birth mom selected us on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. 
and she really wanted us to find out on Thanksgiving night. But when mm-hmm. she called to let Life Choices know, obviously it's a holiday, right. they were out of town and didn't get the message mm-hmm. until they... Um, so actually, it wasn't the day after Thanksgiving. It was November 30th is the day we got okay. the phone call. Okay. <clears throat> a couple days, a couple days after. Um, and so mm-hmm. that was just the absolute sweetest phone call in the world Mm. and Eric and I I remember we're sitting at the foot of our bed he had come in from work and um she called and it was actually the adoption agency called and just said you've been matched Mm. with a birth mom that picked you and um Mm. it's a little girl and she's due in January and so you had set up a meeting yeah less than two months to get ready yes and I would be lying if I said some fear did not creep in <laughs> because Major. I just wanted to protect my family's heart. Mm. Um, I felt like I was a little bit more prepared than Eric and Madeline were when the first birth mom changed her mind. Because mm-hmm. um, you had that gut feeling. I just had that, that gut feeling. And as a harder. woman, you know, I just think yeah. you can sense things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were trying to be a little so bit more So I was trying to be a little protective. bit more protective yeah. of their hearts and, yeah. you know, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. But understanding that th- this, this is hard. Mm-hmm. This is hard. It's hard. And the fact that any woman can go through with an adoption plan mm-hmm. is supernatural because mm-hmm. it goes against everything ingrained in our mother's heart mm-hmm. to let your child yeah. go with someone else. And um, so... Uh, we met with Ellington's birth mom, and once again, just completely mm. fell in love with her. Um, and the cool thing is, Ellington's birth mom is also adopted. Mm. Wow. And so she had a very unique perspective. Mm. And, um, and her adopted mom, her mom, um, was very supportive of her and there, and she understood our perspective. Mm. And That's the similarities great. of our stories is what. Ellington's birth mom said she just knew that she was made for us. She said, Mm. I was the exact same age her mom was when she adopted her. Wow. They waited two years in the adoption process. Mm. Um, There were so many just similarities to our story. Mm -hmm. And she said going in, she thought she wanted to bless a family that didn't have any children Mm. already. Mm. Um, And us already having one child. She, She said, but I just thought what a cool situation it could be for her to have a really older big sister. Mm. And um, she goes, and that, that along with, I felt like I was reading my story all over again. Mm. And um, it's just a really, really neat thing. Mm. And then um, she came three and a half weeks early on January 7th at 3.01 a.m. This precious Mm. six-pound, 14-ounce baby girl Mm. was born in our world shifted and it's never been the same since in the best possible way so tell me how what did you feel when you first <clears throat> held her in your arms mm. honestly Ren, it was before I even held her mm. when we I will never forget walking and she was in the NICU and um we got to the NICU and th- those were some long days mm. there were some long days because she was born January 7th this is another God moment um, Madeline was due. Madeline's due date was January 11th. Okay. But she was born on Christmas Day. She oh, came early. Okay. Yeah. And um, Ellington was born on January 7th. Mm-hmm. 
Well, in the state of Tennessee, um, the birth mothers cannot surrender their rights away until four days after delivery because they want to make sure, you know, they mm-hmm. don't have any medication in their system mm-hmm. from the delivery and, you gotcha. know, if they had C-sections or anything because they want to make sure that they understand the decision they're making. Yes. Um, and so because of the restrictions of the hospital, we weren't allowed to see the baby until the birth mom had surrounded, surrendered her rights. Which I think is so good. It is. It's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard for the adoptive family. Yes. But I do, looking back, think it was the best thing possible. Absolutely. Um, and so, by coincidence, mm. air quotes, air quotes, coincidence, <laughs> um, we got to meet and hold our second baby girl mm. on January 11th, Madeline's original mm. due date. And stop it. I just. Mm. I thought only God could do something like yeah. that. Just only the God. details. The Just details the, that nobody yes. knows. And I'm such a detail-oriented yes, person. You are. And um And it's not lost on you at all. It's not lost on me. And I say the Lord corresponds with us so much in how he made us mm. because those are things we notice and it's precious. I just feel like he was so sweet to give me these little details mm-hmm. to show like this is so from me. Let me show you what only I can do. Yep. And um but back to that day, January eleventh, um, we walk in the hospital. And um, I wish I could bottle up that feeling mm. and give everybody a little dose mm. of um, of what that feels like. And walking mm. through those doors, everybody in that NICU knew while we were there. Mm. All eyes were on us. Uh. Um, and we go back and um, had the most precious nurse, mm. which was another God detail, who we are still extremely close with all the NICU nurses mm. that took care of our baby girl till we could get to her. Um and also got to love on the birth family, too. Mm-hmm. Um, just the connection there is really neat. And we got back there, and she pulled the blanket off this little incubator. And I will tell you, it sucked the breath out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, in that still, small voice, I heard, there she is. Mm-hmm. That's what you've been waiting on. Mm-hmm. This is why I said no, or wait, or not yet. This is it. For all those years. For all those years. And I'll be honest with you, you know, having a biological child, caring, delivering, um, I was a little unsure of what the bond would be like mm-hmm. with an adoption. I sure. just assumed it would take a little bit of time because yeah. she didn't grow in me. She doesn't right. know my smell. She doesn't know mm-hmm. my voice. Um, normal things that normal things, a you know, woman would think. Yeah, that you just kind of, and you think about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just thought, you know, it's the bond's going to probably, you know, just be different. Yeah, Take a, yeah. a little bit that makes sense. longer. Um, but it wasn't. Mm. It was like, there's my it. daughter, mm. you know? And they lifted her up. I mean, I just, mm. like, literally mm. sucking for air. There's a picture of me with my, it's, they were so sweet to take pictures mm. of that moment. And I have my hands over my mouth because I'm literally gasping for mm. air. And I just start sobbing. Mm. And um, the Lord was so, so near in that moment. Mm. And they lifted her up and put her in my arms. And she opened her eyes and looked at me mm. like, there you are. Hmm. And they said, she's been crying all day. Hmm. She's not been awake and not crying. And she just laid there blinking, just staring straight in my eyes. Hmm. And I just said, I'm your mommy. I've been waiting for you. Hmm. 
And then I had to share it with Eric Mm. Um, and let him hold her. And just standing there and watching that moment, oh, it was like nothing I had ever seen. And I will tell you, part of the blessing of adoption is I had never understood our adoption by Christ Mm. like I did in that moment. Mm. She did nothing to earn my love. Mm. She did nothing to become my daughter. I chose her, Mm. you know, and just thinking that the Lord looks at me like that Mm. with such awe and sweetness. And um, Mm. I'm telling you, I had been a Christian since I was 16 years old, but I had never understood the love for his children Mm. like I did in that moment. Mm. It's precious. It's uh, obviously. Mm. (laughs) I still get emotional, and it's been two and a half years later. One of the best moments of your life? One of the best moments of my life. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And just um, just the faithfulness of the Lord mm-hmm. to see that there are plans so beyond all we can think, ask or imagine. And, um, you know, and all those questions of why did why would he not take this desire out of my heart, mm-hmm. you know? Um, after I begged him to, why not? And I was holding her. Mm. This was the reason why. Mm. All those years. All, all those years. Tears, all, all the, the tears. All the loss. Um, mm. You know, and I said I'd never in a million years thought I would ever be able to say I'm thankful for my infertility. Mm. But the truth is, that's what led us to Ellington. Mm. Because mm. Um, I wish I could say I always wanted to adopt. I right. Mean, obviously, the Lord was planting seeds along the way, but mm-hmm. it wasn't my heart's desire. Right. Um, to go and just look into adoption because mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, through infertility, it led us to adoption, mm-hmm. which then made me so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And um, now it is one of the greatest things I love to share with people and mm-hmm. encourage people and educate people because mm-hmm. there are so many um, falsehoods out there about mm-hmm. adoption. And it is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Um it's not um, natural, mm-hmm. but it's so God ordained, and mm-hmm. it's in Scripture for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's necessary. And um, as hard as it is, it is the biggest blessing mm-hmm. in the entire world. And so, um, I'm thankful for my infertility mm-hmm. because it led me to to our sweet, sweet baby girl that. God created just specifically for us mm. in a way I would have never imagined. Mm. And thank you for sharing today. Mm. Thank you for sharing your story and all the hard things, but then the great things too mm-hmm. that God's done. Yes. He's so faithful. Just mm. hold fast to Him and follow Him wherever He leads. It's just because mm. I promise you things will turn out far better than you could have ever imagined for yourself. Mm. I love you. I love you, too. I don't know if you're like me, but I was bawling while I was editing this whole episode. Isn't Dondra the sweetest? She's so sweet, and I just love how she tells her story. There's one more part to our episode, the Eat, Read, Pray, Love. Here it is. Okay, so at the end of each episode, I have my Eat, Read, Pray, Love segment. So tell me, what are you praying for? Or what does your prayer time look like? Well... 
probably the main thing that I am praying for right now is revival. Mm. Um, revival in myself. Mm. Um, I just feel like I never want to become numb or mm. um, soft mm. to what the Lord's doing today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe sometimes you can get busy and because you've been a Christian for so long now, you can um, become a little bit numb to mm. the things of the Lord because it's mm-hmm. just second nature, you know? Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, seeing the way the world is today, I'm praying for revival to start in me mm-hmm. and to overflow into my marriage mm-hmm. so that we can point others to the cross just by mm-hmm. the way our marriage looks and... Um, and for my girls, mm-hmm. um, that they will just have hearts so on fire for the Lord that mm-hmm. nothing can put it out. Mm-hmm. And Love so it. that is um, something I'm just continuing to dwell on and pray over mm-hmm. and um, and want so that we can be impactful in our community and in our city and wherever the Lord sends us. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, what are you reading? I just finished... Girl, wash your face. Yes, by it looks Rachel good. Hollis. Uh huh. It looks good. I haven't it's haven't started, good. but yes, it's um, it's like she like lights a little fire under you. Ooh, okay, it's good. It's All kind right. of like taking charge of your own life and okay. um, not believing lies that mm. Satan throws our way or that mm-hmm. we even tell ourselves. Mm. Um, okay. It's good. Okay, I'll have to get it. I've it's, seen it, so it looks good. It is good. It it's good. really really good. Okay. All right. What is your favorite snack? You know me and you. We like Girl, a snack. You know I can snack all day long. <laughs> Give me chips and dip for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes. I'm good. But yes. um, something just currently mm-hmm. that I've just am eaten so much of my weight in <laughs> cotton candy grapes. Have you heard of them? No. They are grapes. That have a hint of cotton candy <laughs> taste to them. How in the world? They're seasonal. You can only get them for a short amount of time. And are you serious? Yes, girl, I am serious. They are good. It's like eating dessert that's healthy. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And so okay. I just got these from Kroger. Okay. I'm going to look at them. Look Costco look them gets them too. Okay. okay. But they're seasonal. So when they're out, you got to jump on them okay. or they'll be gone. Okay. And they're delicious. Like you they can eat them all night. They are delicious. <gasps> Cotton candy grapes. That's what they're called. Okay. I'm going to get them. They're green. Okay. You would think they were going to be tart. Okay, but they're green. No, they're green and And they are good girl. Okay, Mm. I'm going to get them. All right, that's good because we need to have some health in our life. And that tastes good. That tastes like dessert. (laughs) Tastes like dessert. Okay, what are you loving these days? Oh, goodness, what am I loving? Well, I just started using Limelight products. (gasps) Yes, tell us about it. Okay, it is professional. Okay. Grade makeup. All right. That's like used in Hollywood and on Broadway and all this sort of stuff. It's wax based foundation, which is so different than anything I've ever used before. I'm not okay. not a huge makeup person. Right. I'm like, let's throw on some powder and mm-hmm. mascara and lip gloss and let's go. Because okay. obviously I have a two year old. And so. Right. But it doesn't soak into your skin mm-hmm. like liquid does. It sits on top of your skin. Okay. So it's so much better for your skin. It feels mm-hmm. like you have nothing on. Okay. Which I like that. You wouldn't think with wax foundation. Right. You would feel like it would be like a mask or thick or something, but it's not at all. Okay. And it's um, great for even like 
teenage great coverage like okay great coverage for teenagers to cover up like blemishes and stuff okay. great coverage for us older folks who uh-huh. are getting some age yes. spots and wrinkles and stuff and then it's um, all natural skincare mm. that is free of chemicals and um, I love that okay and eye makeup lipstick do they all have of it, all? it they got it okay. all Oh, they, okay. Yes, full full makeup, okay. full skincare line, okay. great, great stuff. Yay. Can so, I put the link in the show notes? And if anybody yes. wants any, to click on that. Yes, please do. Yes. Yeah, it's really neat. Awesome. It's one of those things like you hear about it, but you don't really get it till you try it. Right, so, right. Um, Okay. Like, I loved it so much that I'm going to start selling it. So Yay. if anybody wants to reach out for more stuff Yay. more information, okay. Um, I just thought That's- it... That's how much I love it. Okay. Which is just so out of my box. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. It's good though. I'm turning, if you believe in a product, then. Well, yeah. And I'm turning not. 40. And so I'm kind of like 40 and free right now and that's thinking, right. you know what? Just do it. If I can help other women feel better about themselves with mm-hmm. some good natural skincare and a little makeup, I mean, how much fun would that be? Well, and that's the thing is I've looked and it's there's not a lot out there that's natural that's without chemicals. Yes. That's kind of like, okay. What, what can I get that doesn't have chemicals And it's so it? reasonably priced. That's okay. the other thing I loved about it because okay. I expected it to be expensive uh-huh. when someone introduced me to it. And yeah. um, it actually is a little cheaper than everything I was using before. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very reasonable. And it lasts forever because okay. normal makeup is like anywhere from like 18 to 20, 23% pigmentation, mm-hmm. meaning color to fillers. Okay. This makeup is 50% oh. pigmentation. So a little bit goes a long way. Gotcha. That makes and sense. so it's very inexpensive and it mm-hmm. lasts a long time. So you don't have to replace it very often. So okay. it helps save money, which I'm all about considering yes. we're a one income family. So yes. Um, okay. Anyway, just lots of, lots it. of stuff I love about it. So okay. good. I need to get some. Yep. I need to get some from you, girl. girl. We could do a makeover. Okay. <laughs> I need it. Okay. Thanks so much for being on the podcast, Andra. Oh, it was so fun. So fun. Took me back to the days we got to be together all the yes. time in the classroom. And so much fun. I appreciate you doing this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love hearing all the details that God graciously gave them and um, just the faithfulness of Him through this whole experience for them. Just love her story. I'm so excited to be able to share it with you today. So thank you so much for listening each week. I love doing this and I love how y'all are listening and sharing it with your friends. So thank you so much. Next week, my guest is Emily Thomas from the Moms Struggling Well podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that and I know that you will be encouraged by hearing her Remember, we're all friends of a feather. Let's stick together and I'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.